I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey guys, it's Misty. This is Lactes and Legends. Hi. Happy Saturday. In a while. Yeah. Took some time off. Went to a festival. I am enjoying kind of normal life again, maybe. I don't know. Whatever it is, it's um, it's been great. So there's that. Um, lots of big changes, and I've just been taking a lot of time for me. So I apologize if you missed me, but I'm here. And this is now the first episode of season five. And the first thing I had in mind for this season was not actually what I'm covering, um, but I did some digging and a lot of things in my brain popped up and I decided that I would do season five on cursed families. Mm-hmm. You guys know I like cursed things, cursed objects, cursed mirrors, cursed hope diamonds, all that kind of stuff. So that's why um, I am putting the other thing I was going to cover on season six. So season five will just be cursed families. And believe it or not, there are a lot more than I thought there would be. So that made my little heart skip a beat. So welcome. Hi. Happy spring, summer, what have you. We finally got some rain in Southwest Colorado. It literally rained all day yesterday. And so imagine keeping seven little monkeys inside all day long. I'll let that roll around in your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, Facebook, check it out. Lattes and Legends podcast. Instagram. Let's talk about Instagram. Apparently my Instagram got hacked. Thanks, Carrie, for pointing that out. 
Um, because I do not sell Ray-Bans, nor will I ever sell Ray-Bans. So if you saw that on my Instagram, so sorry. Um, I think I figured it out, but we'll see. If you see me selling more Ray-Bans, maybe I've gone into the sunglasses business. Maybe. I got hacked again. So, yeah, there's that. Um, super shout outs to all that have been listening. Of course, Donovan and Christy, who always listen And Donovan. I'm sorry for not having a new episode until now. So forgive me. Um, I am taking another little break. The what first week of June, I will be in Richmond, um, hanging out with Rossi. So hi, Rossi. Um, so that's where I'll be. For a week and then hopefully um, I'll be back on the schedule. A lot's going on. Lots going on. Shows, festivals. You guys know me. You know I love it. Pandemic, I need you to go away for good. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, I'm not going to get into any of that. So let's talk about the first family I'm going to cover. Um, this one will probably just cover one episode because there's a lot, a lot, a lot. And I started with a big one. I am covering today the curse of the Kennedys. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, yes. Did I mention I'm on latte number one? I got latte number one at 7.45. It's nine. I still need more coffee. So probably in the middle of editing this episode, or maybe even in the begin in the middle of recording this episode, I'm going to get another coffee. That's where I am right now. It's going to be a long day. I have a game night tonight. Oh, it's going to be amazing. So many things happening, but I'm making time for you. So focus, focus, focus. All right. So the sources for today's podcast came from Wikipedia. NileFM.com, FilmDaily.co, CNN.com, IrishCentral.com, TheDelight.com, AllIt'sInteresting.com, USAToday.com. Cool. I think that's all my sources. Um, There's a lot with the Kennedys, if you don't know about the Kennedys, and Apparently, there was a lot more to this than I even knew. Um, So what really piqued my interest about the Kennedys, um, when I was a kid, my mom and grandmother and grandfather and sister and I sat around and watched this, I believe it was a mini-series about the Kennedys, and I was immediately drawn into, like, this super rich, well-to-do Irish family and, like, what kind of stuff was really going on with them and it's like every corner they turned there was a tragedy and this is what a lot of people say curse them and so I'm going to try to dive as deep as possible into this without getting too boring um yeah so let's dive into it okay so let's talk about the Kennedys So, um, where do I even start? So, what is the Kennedy curse? So, the Kennedys are probably one of the most famous families in the United States. 
some people even say the world. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the world thinks of the Kennedys. If you don't live in the United States and know the Kennedys, tell me what you think. I would love to hear this. Um, so one of the big questions is who put this so-called curse on the Kennedys? And um, there's really not, I don't know. It's The thing with curses is like you either believe in them or you don't. There's no happy medium for curses, I think. Um, so a lot of people are not sure that this curse is even real. They're just, oh, they just have a series of unfortunate events happen in their life for years and years and years and years. However, me being me, I do believe in some sort of curse. I am not sure who would put a curse on the Kennedys. Um, and from all the research I've done, no one really knows if, it was a person that put a curse on the family from like way, 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 way back, or if it's just these horrible events. So they are a super powerful family. And a lot of people believe that Joe Kennedy made a lot of enemies as the family's patriarch. And he is the one that brought all this tragedy upon himself and his offspring um, because he was so forceful in trying to succeed in life and nothing, he would let nothing get in his way. Um, yeah. So a lot of people say that he is the reason there is a curse on the family. Um, the Kennedys really haven't um, made claims about this curse on their family. They haven't spoken much about it. Um, one of the reasons a lot of people think they are cursed is because the family has kept so many secrets in life and has had a lot of secrets and lies and everything like that. And so when these things start happening to the Kennedys, a lot of people say it's, oh, it's just karma for all of the horrible things the Kennedys have done and whatnot. I... We'll dive a little bit deeper into this. So let's just talk about the beginning of the Kennedy family. So the Kennedy family, pretty much, if you know anything about them, they're synonymous with beauty and glamour and political success and money and happiness and also a curse. Um, they're very charming. They cavorted with Hollywood A-listers, actors, actresses, the mob, all kinds of people. So glitz and glamour, everything, but also mental illness and horrible, random accidents, assassinations, all kinds of stuff has happened to the Kennedys. And at least Americans are on this, where am I going with this? Americans think, you know, this was a very high political family. They were in the public so much, in the media, and to this day, they still kind of are. Um, and a lot of people are not sure if this curse will ever end on them, but it did begin with Joseph P. Kennedy Jr. Mm -mm. So apparently this curse happened to Joseph P. Kennedy Jr. And he was born in 1915. He became 
um, one of the most dignified children to be born in Boston. His grandfather was the mayor of Boston when he was born. Um, he was groomed from the very beginning to be in politics. Yeah. So, um, a lot has happened. Let me get into Joseph. So he went to a Connecticut boarding school and he ended up going to Harvard. He was, he did so many extracurricular activities, played five sports, was in student government, you name it. He wanted to do it. So before he finished his studies at Harvard, he took a commission in 1941 as a pilot in the Naval Reserve. He flew patrols for two years over the Caribbean Sea. He transferred in 1943 to the bombing squadron 110. And this um, unit that he was in, they were hunting U-boats under British command. So while he was in England, he um, was, he went to, um, the wedding of his sister, Kathleen Kennedy, who was also called Kick. And she married an aristocrat, William Cavendish, maybe. Um, and this is when the Kennedys were like, oh, yeah, we have made it. Kick is married to this British dignitary. Things are looking good. But were they looking good? Hmm. All right, so let's go back to Joseph Jr. Um, in 1944, he had completed his 25 missions, and it was time for him to go home, and he was ready. Um, but in August of that year, he decided that he would volunteer one more time to fly a plane that was packed with bombs over in the North Sea. So the whole idea was he and his co-pilot would take their plane to the right altitude before they would parachute out. So right before they were able to parachute out, the bombs detonated prematurely over the east coast of England, and he was killed at the age of 29. Ooh, yikes. Um, he wasn't the only one in the family to be struck by the curse in the 1940s. Kathleen's husband, William, was killed by a German sniper in Belgium just weeks after Joseph died and Kathleen was killed in a plane crash in 1948 when she flew to Paris. Crazy, crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. So what is next for the Kennedys? So the next big thing don't mind the train you're in the background. Um, the next big thing happened about 20 years later. So JFK had started with his um, presidential election in 1960. And so he was ready. He'd been in the House of Representatives, in the Senate, and he was ready to take on the world. And people loved him. He was charismatic. He had a beautiful wife, Jackie O., um, and it was go time for them. They were about to become the family to be. Um, so 
they were in the press. This is when press was clearly blowing up. The media was all over the place. Um, Jacqueline Kennedy's present pregnancies were all pretty difficult and she had lots of miscarriages, lots. So her first pregnancy ended in a miscarriage and her second ended in a stillbirth. Her third pregnancy was the birth of her daughter, Caroline, who was born safe and healthy. John Jr. was next. He was premature, but he was also healthy. In 1963, she got pregnant again. And during the third trimester, she was very worried, like felt like something was just off. On the morning of August 7th, 1963, she went into labor and she was taken by helicopter um, to give birth to the baby. This baby was named Patrick. Um, she had an emergency C-section, but he um, was not breathing. Sorry, I had a moment. So President Kennedy arrived about 40 minutes later. His son weighed four pounds, 10 ounces and was on oxygen. He was stricken with infant respiratory distress syndrome, which his lungs were underdeveloped because of his early birth. And two days after his birth, he died. So this was pretty tragic for them. Um, yeah. So part of Patrick's death actually helped get the information out about children dying in this way. And President Kennedy decided that it was part of his role as president to donate to the research into neonatal medicine and medical advances that have been helping children ever since. So a little something did come out of that. That was great. Um, it was very tragic for them, however. Um, so let's talk more about President Kennedy. Okay. So John F. Kennedy, one of the most popular names in American history. Um, he also had one of the most active presidencies in the 20th century. He laid the groundwork for civil rights movements, economic reform, um, also had some involvement in Vietnam and Cuba. Like he made quite the name for himself. He also looked the way for the American entry into space and he told the people that he would put astronauts on the moon by the end of the 1960s. He was active in the Democratic Party affairs, and that is what led him to Dallas, Texas on November 22nd, 1963. There was a local political dispute, and he was going to mediate that. So he decided that he would do this parade in Dallas. Everyone remembers the scenes from the movies and the film footage from the news. He was in a convertible with the top open with Jacqueline. Um, also, um, who else was in the car? Yeah, it looks like just Jacqueline, sorry. <laughs> oh, the Texas governor and the first lady of Texas. Um, so from a sixth floor window, according to 
all of the most of the reports, he was shot by Lee Harvey Oswald. And Lee Harvey Oswald was in the Texas School Book Depository. 30 minutes later, he was pronounced dead at the age of 46. There's been a lot of mystery surrounding his death, which is interesting because about 60% of Americans believe that his death was all part of a bigger conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So after, um, after that, some things happened with Robert Kennedy. So Robert Kennedy made a name for himself as more of a um, passionate liberal spokesman. Um, yeah, um, from an early age, he struggled because he was the seventh of nine children. He served like his brothers in the US Navy in World War II, and he also sailed a short cruise on the destroyer USS Joseph P. Kennedy Jr., named for his brother. He earned his law degree from the University of Virginia. Um, he was an aide to Joseph McCarthy. He then devoted himself to liberalism in his brother's presidential campaign, and he was appointed Attorney General of the United States. Yeah. So in 1968, he launched his own presidential com campaign and he won victories in South Dakota and California. Um, and at that point, people were like, oh, yeah, we're going to have another Kennedy in the White House. However, he was assassinated in Los Angeles shortly after. So the man that shot him, Sirhan Sirhan, was a Palestinian-American who was obsessed with Kennedy. And he shot him on June 5th, 1968, in the head with a revolver in the ballroom of the Ambassador Hotel. He's now the third Kennedy brother to fall victim to the Kennedy curse. Um, Sirhan was interviewed a lot, a lot, a lot, and it was suggested that he was not stable mentally. Um, he had written oh, mm, hundreds, maybe thousands of variations of RFK must die in his diary. And so, of course, people were like, mm, this guy's got some issues. Yeah. Um, but guess what? There's more. So let's talk about Michael Kennedy. So Michael Kennedy was born in 1958. He was six of 11 children to Robert Kennedy and his wife Ethel. He had a charmed childhood until he was about 10 when his father died. Um, so he chose to follow in his family's footsteps. He went to Harvard. He got a law degree at the University of Virginia, and he wanted to focus on a legal career and not politics. He was very active in charitable work, and he was an advocate for gun control. Um, he, much like all the other Kennedys, they loved reckless fun. And so 
he was all about skiing and having fun in the winter and going to Aspen and his family had a home there. So he started vacationing there probably in the 60s, maybe 1962, I think. He was a very accomplished skier. And um, one thing about him is he never wore a helmet when he went skiing. And the staff was always like, um, this is not good. So one of the things he loved to do with his friends in Aspen was ski and play this like weird makeshift football game while they were on the skis and while they were on the slopes. So one afternoon, it was about four in the afternoon, the snow turned icy. He wasn't wearing a helmet and they started playing this impromptu football game. Rushing to catch the ball, he lost control of one ski and started careening headfirst into a tree. Yeah. He suffered severe head injuries and then two hours later, he was pronounced dead at the age of 39. Yeah, that was 1998. Yeah. Whew. Rough stuff, guys. Rough, rough stuff. But wait, there's more. Yeah. More, more, more. If you are still listening, thank you. This is just a lot of information to cover. So I've been trying to take little breaks here and there. Um, all right, so now we're going to talk about <clears throat> JFK Jr. Of course, he had seen so many deaths in his family. You probably know one of the first images of him was um, when he was at his father's funeral, and then he saluted his father at his funeral. Cute little outfit. Yes, I'm sure you've seen it. Um, so his mother... Jacqueline Kennedy wanted to make sure that her children were protected and she wanted them out of the media. And it's really hard, especially because she's Jackie Kennedy. Um, so she took them to live in Greece. And then that's when she married Aristotle Onassis in 1968 and she became Jackie L. Um, John was always sought after by the media and like Jackie really tried to keep him close to her. That was really hard, especially when he was at school and the media would follow them around school. Um, so he decided that he would go back to the United States. He started studying at Brown University and he was really into liberal politics. He wanted to be an actor. He wanted to be a pilot. So he took flight lessons, piloting lessons in light aircraft and whatnot. Um, he basically wanted to be a playboy, kind of like his father, which we haven't even gotten into that. He dated Cindy Crawford, Daryl Hannah, Brooke Shields, Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, and then he married a woman named Carolyn Bissett, who was an executive for Calvin Klein. Yeah, she had money, lots of money. Of course, him being John Kennedy Jr., his marriage was all over the media. And then a lot of people say that was a big factor in their marriage crumbling. They did go to counseling and they did patch up their marriage. And he decided that he would take his wife and his sister with him. Um, and they would fly to a wedding in Massachusetts on the night of July 16th, 1999. He was only qualified to fly in the daytime though. So there's that. He 
ended up crashing the plane into the Atlantic off the coast of New Jersey, killing himself and his two passengers instantly. At 38, he was only eight years younger than his father at the time of his assassination. Yeah, yeah. So now we're going to talk about Maeve Kennedy McKean. So Maeve Kennedy McKean is the granddaughter of Robert and Ethel Kennedy. And she was a big proponent for human rights, public health, everything like that. She disappeared in Chesapeake Bay um, with her eight-year-old son, Gideon. So a lot of people think that she is also part of this curse. Um, So she was very ambitious. She attended public school, worked part-time at many different restaurants, pursued a law degree, and eventually got um, her degree in foreign affairs and conflict resolution. She volunteered for the Peace Corps in 2002. She served in Mozambique before returning to help her mother, Kathleen Kennedy, for her governorship of Maryland. So the next year, she met David McKean, who um, they married in 2009. They raised three children together, and then she started working for the Department of State to combat AIDS in developing countries. So when the pandemic hit, um, she and David took their children to Maryland, to to her mother's house. On April 2nd, 2020, she and her son stepped into a canoe to retrieve a kickball that had bounced into the bay. High winds pushed the pair into the water, and before long, they were not able to make it back to shore. On April 6th, her body was found under 25 feet of water, over two miles south of her mother's house. Gideon's body was found two days later. So, this is a lot to unpack. The Kennedys are a lot to unpack. Yeah. Um, What do you guys think? I know I left a lot out because there are a lot of Kennedys. Um, And I feel like I'm going to leave it here because I really don't want to flood you with all that information. If you want to learn more about the Kennedys, like I said, the sources before, you can look those up. You can do some Googling, find out more about the Kennedys if you want. If you have any conspiracy theories of your own, I'd love to hear them. Yeah, so that's about it for today. I hope you enjoy your Saturday. It is now time for me to get coffee number two. I can't do it any longer. Um, But yeah, I will talk to you guys next week and I will continue discussing Cursed Families for Season 5. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful weekend. Go do something outside, please. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.